Ugh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I am absorbed in IMDb. Just sitting there, just. She's gonna be somebody. Oh, we're live. Shit. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Here we are. Oh, my God. I don't think we, we have yet to do um, an episode where we've watched a movie like an hour before we've done. The no, this is the itself. first time that we've done the recording and watching in the same night or right. the same day. The same day. That's, yeah. that's not something we we've usually done watch Friday nights, get to bed around a, you know, a reasonable, a reasonable hour. hour for those in their early thirties. <laughs> sleep in until about read a eight. chapter of, you know, the latest Agnes crime novel, right? Have some chamomile tea and Flip call it a my day. Vanity fair and, uh, you know, call it an evening. No, not... today was a little unique. Yeah. The weekend itself was a little unique. Yeah. You had a really interesting the week Friday. Itself, uh, you had my your Friday, especially. Monday... Oh, that was me. Oh, Where is my phone? phone? I'm so sorry, guys. Oh God. We're so unprofessional. The most consummate professional people Fucking. you will constantly. All right, I got it on silent. Rocket is wedged between our knees. We are both so, sitting. I turned it on. Do Apple not sauce. disturb. All right. It's her Google phone. She switched from an iPhone to a Google phone. How do you feel about that, Ben? I don't like it. Personally. I know. I don't know why you don't like it. <laughs> it's exact to me. It's very much the same as an iPhone. There's it doesn't seem like a very accessible phone. Rocket, you're gonna snore again, He's bud. Fine. We can't He's have fine. you snoring on it. He's fine. He's fine. He's, <laughs> he just keeps hiding so underneath both between sitting, my knees. So we're both we're both sitting Indian style next to each other, and Is Rocket's that, that's head. That's not appropriate. Oh, you can't say Indian style. Native American. You have style. to say crisscross applesauce. Crisscross. Why? That's that's the apropos. That's what you're supposed oh, to say. Okay. Saying Indian style is offensive. Not to people of India. Yeah, yeah. Because they're Indian. Right. We're both we're all over the place today. We are. Okay, Should so we you focus up. Yeah, focus up. All, all right. right. We're going to put our foreheads together. Focus. There we go. So I want people to hear just a nutshell (laughs) version about your morning on Friday. Oh, man. Just really quickly. A nutshell. So uh, long story short, I had to get into a physical altercation with a very inebriated individual who followed me into my workplace on Friday morning. And what did he want from you, Ben? He wanted a hug. Why? Why did he want because to hug from Because he was concerned for my safety. For your safety? And these are his words. Um, yeah, he was concerned for my safety and really wanted a hug. This guy had dry blood all over the front of his jacket. Oh, my God. Maybe I would have considered giving him a hug had he not had blood on his jacket. Well, right, when you, you know? don't have blood all over your clothing, yeah, honestly, I might be open for a God, hug. Like, I would have like, hugged the guy. If it would have gotten him the fuck out of my workplace, right. that would have been great. But instead, uh, he decided to steal your beanie. He stole my favorite row house beanie off of my head. It's like an investigation now. I don't know what yeah, details I can you've discuss. You've got like cops like it's calling like, you and shit. They came and like did forensics on site. They dusted for prints and they pulled surveillance footage from two different places, probably three. Probably they took the surveillance from the MTA. Oh. And yeah, so long story short, now it's like this whole case that I'm involved God bless in. Bless it. I have to probably go in and look at photos like a law and order episode oh yeah i don't don't think the The dog penis thief was about yay high the use of a blue light will not be necessary most likely and oddly enough the wife of ice t came and rode with us like the week before ice t is on law and order so do you think that that was her friend 
Probably. Yeah. We're going with like a big law and order theme at work. Okay. I guess. That makes sense. <laughs> have you seen that? Sorry, sort of off topic, but that's where we you, are today. Apparently. If you haven't seen it, there's I think it's on YouTube. There's like a super cut of Ice T on Law and Order because his characters he always someone's always telling a story or explaining or unfolding a situation, and Ice T almost always answers back with either "So let me get this straight," or "So what you're telling me is <laughs> there's like this two minute video out there of him just doing nothing but just that." that? And it's so all on So what you're so telling what you me said, is... So. It may sound nuts, but we heard a baby crying. Now I'm wondering who the baby's daddy is. Oh, my God. Anyway, That's so I'm fantastic. involved in a police investigation because I was assaulted with a wet floor That's sign. That's great. And that was my Friday. I went to Chick-fil-A for the first time. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. Which may have been worse that was, than being assaulted. And like, and I, and again, I really appreciate it because it's at my new job. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I very much appreciated that my new coworkers were like, oh, we want to celebrate your last day, you know, in office because yeah. I'm working remotely now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we thought we could all go to Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, okay. Chicken chow down. I've never been to Chick-fil-A. Chow down at Chick-fil-A. They're like, what? You've never been? And I was like, it was this whole big deal. And I <laughs> was like, they just made it out to they, be like. And we walked three avenues over to sixth from between seventh and eighth. Oh. To get there. The avenues are really long. They you know, are. Guys. It They're took like us like 10 minutes to, to walk there. Yeah, which that's insane in New York. Yeah. And so we finally get there and there's this whole fucking system. They've got this line and it goes fast and they've got people in the lines with little pads and they go, hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. Like as soon as you walk in, hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. What will you have today? And wow. they're like, write it down. You're in the line. You go through. It's, it's like a Jewish deli. It like. was so fast. And like we told them our order. And by the time we got up to the front, uh. they already had everything in a bag. And it wow. was it was insane. Wow. They have it I appreciate down to that. it. I was like, I appreciate okay, that. you're either like as efficient as like Germans. Right. Or there's black magic. Or for those of you who aren't familiar with how uh, delis in New York work. Oh, yeah. There's a whole part of there New Girl. There was a bit on New Girl about it. Yeah. all about how you ordered a New York deli. You have to know what you want if you're online. As like if soon you're, if you're and on it's the line, online. And Not it's online. Not in line. Like us online. West Coasters used to say. But now it's online. If you're online, you have to know what you want. So right. if your number is called or you get up to the front and you're, you're like, like oh. oh, they're like, move, next, get out of the way. You know, and then the, the guy behind you pushes you to the side. Person. And they're like, how the for fuck that. do you? Right, I know. I right. would do exactly what Jess did. I would be like, oh, um, you know, he'd be like, go, get out of my way. Right. Next. Jess is also from Oregon. She know? is. She's so from Oregon. We Oregonians who are super polite. Very polite. And that was sort of a tie-in to my assault happening on Friday. In that you were I, very nice. Right. That, like, this this guy at work said, wow, you must be the nicest person in New York. I'm like, well, I'm from Oregon. He's like, oh. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I used my words in my super polite customer service. That makes you know, sense. Flapping of the sleeves. I mean, like, hey, we're not open right now. I'm going to have to ask you. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You know. I'm not going to give you a hug. And it escalated quickly in a Ron Burgundy, you know, street fight fashion. Speaking um, of things escalating quickly, uh, we watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes, we did. And I'm getting angrier by the moment. I'm, I have seen Fast Times before. This is Megan's first viewing. I know um, why it was the runner-up now. The runner-up of what? When we had the vote of between oh. Drop Dead Gorgeous and Fast Times. It's it was not the that people up. didn't like Entertainment Weekly's top 50 high school movies. Yeah. This is number two. What? Yeah. No! I don't know what's number one, but this is number two. 
Help! That makes me even Megan more furious. Megan did not care for this movie. All right, I didn't like this movie at all. Where should we start? Why don't I'm, you give the freaking plot line? The plot. I don't... <laughs> I'm so curious to hear what you have to say. It's it's making me more angry. Like it's it's a pretty simple plot line as told by IMDb. A group of Southern California high school students are enjoying their most important subjects: sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's it. And then who's it? It, who's it directed by? Who's in it? It is directed by Amy Heckerling, uh, written by Cameron Crowe, who many of you may know of almost famous writing, directing fame. So he is insane. married to Nancy Wilson, who is a member of Heart. God. Uh, and what a life that must oh, be. Oh my God. Well, she did all the music for Almost Famous. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You, you definitely want one of the singers of Heart to do yeah. your soundtrack. Yeah. And of course, Cameron Crowe used to write he, he used to be a rock and roll writer, wrote for Rolling Stone. Right. Anyhow, so he wrote it. It's based on his book. And he, who's uh, in it? Who's in it? Oh, who is not in it? So this everybody's is... In everybody's in it. Ben even pointed out, he's like, watch for Nick Cage. No, he literally shows up for maybe like 0.25 seconds, right. and then we never see There's him again. There's a lot of actors who all of us know fairly well now who are in this movie. Um, Sean Penn, this was his second uh, feature film. Jennifer Jason Lee, who is like 19 years old in this movie. Judge Reinhold. Let's see, Ray Walston. Forrest Whitaker. Eric Stoltz. Anthony Edwards is in it. Again, Nicolas Cage, who was going by Nicolas Coppola at the time because huh. his uncle, Francis Ford Coppola, was super famous. And That's he funny. Thought, he thought that could give him, like, some credit. An edge or something? Right, oh, wow. Yeah. It's the Coppola but boy. people started, I mean, it's the cast and crew started making such fun of him because all he would say is, like, he would just talk about his famous uncle. He was like, yeah, my uncle, you know, the Godfather and, you know, Apocalypse Now. Well, like, we know who your fucking uncle is. Dude. Oh, my like, God. So, so he named This is the only oh. movie where he goes by Nicholas Coppola. After this, he changed it to Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Someone's going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Okay. So um, I would say the movie is probably best known for Sean Penn's portrayal of Jeff Spicoli okay. as the quintessential Southern California surfer stoner. I'm so wasted! It is, it is pitch perfect. I don't know many Southern California surfers. I mean, it's like basically <laughs> like, you know, you remember the Californian sketch that they did on SNL? Right. It was it, like it's, spot on from right. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah. It was, and it was over the top and it was right. a caricature. Like mm -hmm. that's. Yeah. But still like it was grounded at the same time. I'm like, oh, this, it, he probably spent some time studying. Okay. By studying, do you mean? Probably getting really and hanging out with surfers because that's what you did. God, what an awful This movie life. came out in 1982, so that, uh, this is when, you know, all the youths smoked up. Megan's just shaking her head. She hated this movie. Uh, what do you have to say? I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, I, I didn't. Okay. I don't want, she has a whole list. She's got like two post-its glued I together. I do. I'm so It wouldn't all fit on one post-it. Right. She had to get two. So the big thing for me that I didn't like about this movie was that it jumped around all over the fucking place. Like, it was a bunch of little stories yeah. about different people, and, like, you know, some of them are going through the middle parts of high school, and some of them are going through the last parts of high school, and yeah. some of them are... And it was like, you got these little snapshots of their lives, but there was no real follow-through. Like, it wasn't... I didn't actually feel that I wanted to care about these people. Yeah, I had okay. no incentive to care about them. I wasn't rooting for anyone Literally, I was not rooting. You weren't rooting for, for anyone. Jason Lee's character. You no, the only person Stacey? I rooted for was Mr. Hand. 
What are you people? On <laughs> And that felt yeah, like why? me rooting for Ted Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Hand? Day Off. I rooted for Mr. Hand because he was the only person that had any kind of goal, which was to teach these ridiculous kids something valuable. And he was going to whip him into shape and, and make sure that they learned. He's like the authority figure. He was he's, the only one that like, cared about he, anything. Well, these are high school students. I know. Okay, so that's the thing is that I'm like, I was a high school student. I As cared I. about shit. Okay. What did you care about? I cared about acting, of course. Did you care about boys? Yeah. And like, did you talk about sex with your girlfriends? No. No? I went to a Catholic high school. Okay, who cares? You didn't talk about sex with any of your girlfriends? No, I don't think so. No? no. Not at all? Who did no. you talk about sex with? No one, really. What? I remember, okay, this is a side note, but I remember in high school. I'm discovering something about my wife. I'm remembering in high school, we had a health class, and in health class, they at one was point it like the talked scene about from Mean Girls. Where yes. Where explaining sex ed. Yes. <laughs> Everybody take a condom. Everybody take a condom. You're going to all get chlamydia and die. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was in it was in Lord. health class okay. and every and in health class there was always sex week where they talked about sex, sex week. and they even showed a video that, that had people sex having sex but it was all in heat graph. Oh. See, it would have been better for like stick figures. So it was like this massive like heat humping going on and then at the end of the week they had the guy that headed up our campus ministry team uh-huh. come in and talk to us about Catholicism and sex. Which the Catholic Church is all about. But before marriage. Before, oh, okay. And so there was a box and we wrote down our questions and put the questions in the box and he would pull the questions out and answer the questions. I see. And I remember so clearly, one person had asked the question that every single one of us wondered. Does giving a blowjob count as losing your virginity? And the whole room was hush. And everyone <laughs> held their breath and gripped the sides of their desk. And with wide eyes, they watched as Don Clark said, Yes. Oh, boo, Don Clark. And the entire room went, Everyone was like, imperceptibly oh, slumped. Which I'm like, you just made every single girl who was like, well, I'll give a blowjob instead of having sex. Now they're like, oh, well, if I've lost my virginity anyways, I might as well like really get it done and do it That's right. That's a big way to like shame the whole class. It was, it will. I'm not saying the Catholic Church is all about shame. No. But the Catholic Church. Is, is all, all about, about shame. shame. <laughs> right. Because you are a piece of crap. Right. And you do not deserve God. Uh, so, <laughs> I cared about things in high school. Okay. I cared about sex. All I right. cared about all that stuff. And you weren't rooting for Stacy to, like, I wasn't rooting. Stacy was a fucking whore. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Whoa. So, all right. All right. So, uh, Sean Penn, I totally agree. I think that he was... Like the quintessential, you know, stoner surfer guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that totally made sense. Mm-hmm. But he was completely out of place. Okay. It seemed like he was totally out of place in this movie. Okay. Like he was a caricature, whereas everybody else was like, oh, gee, I don't know if I'm going to lose my virginity before I turn 12 years old. Like, and, <laughs> and, and you know, and here's Sean Penn being like, I ordered pizza during class. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't, he was totally out of place for me. And 
the other thing that really frustrated me the most, and I actually, and this was the thing that, because before we even started recording, I did research. I did my due diligence. Bless, Bless you, bud. Bless my goodness. Um, there were no consequences in this movie. Mm. And it made me furious. All right. So, like, for example, oh. Judge Reinhold loses his job. That. There were consequences. Okay, but that was like, it was a stupid one. <laughs> oh, you're talking about like some of the more... I'm talking about the more like intense issues like, oh, hey. Uh, uh, spoilers. I'm... Yeah. Stacy total... has an abortion. Yeah. And the way that they talk about it is that she's like, I accidentally rented the wrong movie. Could you give me a drive back <laughs> to the video Rama so that I can return it? <laughs> like the way that they treat it is so nonchalant yeah. or, or also too like the guy that sleeps with stacy he essentially is sleeping with her even though he knows his really good friend right it likes her yeah and at the end he's like oh you know i know i fucked her and i got her pregnant and she had to get an abortion but we're still friends right Mm. yeah you old so and so like no problem they get, they get in a fight in the locker they room they didn't get in a fight they held their fists because up coach and said, broke it up i am going to fight you by the way they held their fists i will in challenge like, you to a duel of fisticuffs in old timey fisticuffs it was style so ridiculous <laughs> and then and then also so yeah that was another thing that really bugged me is okay. that there was just no consequence and okay. If I was watching this, I'd be like, oh, apparently, like, girls lose their virginity at 14 years old, which is not, like, I, you know, TMI maybe. I lost my virginity when I was 19. Mm. Like, I wasn't in high school. I think it's, it it just gives the wrong impression. But then, like you said, call back to our Goodfellas reference. It was the 80s. You know? Not to like paint with a brush. It was the 80s. Whatever. That's what they did in those movies. I mean, you and I had very unique high school experiences. Megan and I both went to private high schools. Right. And, you know, I I can't say. Ben went to the private high school in Footloose because he wasn't allowed to go to any dances. There was no dancing. Yeah. They were were keeping baby in a corner, which I know is not Footloose. No, but, but that's actually what I was going to reference. All, it's from Flashdance, though, which is also no, a dance No, it's not movie. from Flashdance. It's not from Flashdance? No. It's from a Patrick... Wait. Yeah. What's it's, it from? It, it, it's from it's a, from a Patrick, Patrick Swayze movie. movie. It's Flashdance. It's not Flashdance. What's if, now you're making is me it Roadhouse? really mad. Why would it be from fucking Roadhouse? <laughs> no one puts Why Baby in a Corner. Baby in a Corner What's Roadhouse? that line from, then? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. You can't look it up. I can't no, look it up. Don't look it up. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm looking it up right now. All right, I'm going to tell you look it up. So the reason why I take umbrage with this whole like desensitizing thing of abortion uh-huh. is because in Dirty Dancing, uh, oh, it wasn't Flashdance. In Dirty Dancing, that's what I meant. It's a whole fucking big thing. They're not sure if she's gonna make it. Like it's this big deal <laughs> that some guy fucking knocked her up, and it's and that was in 1987. Mm-hmm. So they were close to each other. This was in 1982. 
They're close to. They're still within five years of each other. All right, that's half a decade. That's still a close. That's that's closer than a full decade, sir. Okay. What are we talking about? We're talking about uh, how lightly they took the abortion oh, thing. Oh, I see. And how okay. that frustrated me. Okay. And then also too, I was thinking about how they talked about virginity and how they talked about boys and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then I thought back to, I was like, yeah, but think about like the Breakfast Club uh-huh. and the way that they talk about virginity then, and everybody admits like I haven't had sex. Right. Like everybody. Well, talks about it specifically yeah and it's like everybody talks about it but nobody actually had sex judd nelson had sex was that the punk guy yeah okay so judd nelson had sex with i'm assuming an old cougar and he threw his fist in the air when he that's right when he walks away and then it's a freeze frame oh oh that's what that oh i didn't catch that okay um (laughs) so at any rate I had a really big problem with that. I thought the movie overall was really choppy. Uh-huh. I thought the acting was really bad. Uh-huh. And technical, it's like they had to ADR all of Stacy's scenes. Yeah, there was a lot of ADR. There was a lot of ADR, tell. and hers was really obvious. Right, right. And that bugged me a lot. I'm like, did we just not put a mic on her? So, like, what happened? I don't know. To play devil's advocate here, this was shot in the old... Galleria Mall, and they sh- actually shot it in a mall. Right. You know, so you're talking like a ton of extras, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um. So maybe they just they didn't get the cleanest sound that they could have. Right. Um. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. There was a lot of ADR. And then I remember, so we said that we're going to talk about what we thought about the movie, and then what stuck out to us. Right. So the thing that actually stuck out to me the most, mm. more so than the abortion nonsense, <laughs> boobs. boobs. There's everywhere like this shit would not fly today this would not fly there's nothing wrong with boobs what stuck out to me i was like this is such an 80s movie right where it was just like titties abound it's like a woman sneezes and all of a sudden her top is gone and her nipples are if porkies was around the same time okay well this is you don't think the nudity in this is a continuation and valid in what's happening in the moment of the story, I feel like all of it is. It is, but at the same time, like, uh, what my point is, is that what stuck out to me so much is that nowadays, the way that the editing would have been done, uh-huh. Nip would not have shown. Why Why do you think there's not... What are you talking like, about? Like, I'm thinking about, like, for example, um, so, like, some of the sex stuff, some okay. of the sex scenes right. with Stacy. Right. Like, there, she's just like, boop, dip, boop, boop, nip, and it's like... I think that they would have edited it as such nowadays uh-huh. that you would see like the top of her breast, maybe her nip for like a half of a second, uh-huh. but then it would have gone away and they would have cut to a wide shot or something. Uh-huh. They would have cut to it sooner. Or or like when the girl is stepping out of the pool uh-huh. and she's like, hi, Matt. <laughs> or, and he, and well, then she's just, just like, record. yeah, she it's like, opens it's up Phoebe her. Kate's like infamous Pool yeah, scene, you know, and she undoes her top. This is in Judge Reinhold's fantasy. Like, nips, which he's, you know, you know I get he's that. He's masturbating. He and is, this is and, the, and this is what about. he's thinking about. Right. But at the same time, it was just like, man, nowadays they would not have held on that shot I for don't so know long. What you're saying all this nowadays, like oversimplification of nudity I'm and film. I'm telling you, it would I don't not think have. So. I totally. Well, again. We don't have to agree. Uh, we don't. We don't. We really don't. All right. So, what did you think of this titty horror? I enjoy this movie. Abortion loving. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. movie. I'm just saying it's a movie but that a, I a enjoy. But a lot of people love this movie, and it yeah. was on the list for a reason. So, why did you? What do you think of this movie? Uh, there's a lot of uh, it's. 
I feel like it's a it's a nice sort of drop in of maybe what it was like to be in a giant public school in California in the early eighties. Okay. Uh, Cameron Crowe, you know, went undercover for a writing assignment. He went undercover in a high school and wrote about all of his experiences. So everything you see in the movie, I'm not saying it's not heightened. Right. But you it's know, based for the sake in of reality. Movie, but it's based in reality. Right. And so that's why I am like, no, a lot of this stuff clearly happens and a lot of these things are talked about. Sure. You know, you have, you have all of these characters from all these different sort of cliques. You have kids who are more popular, less popular. You have the stoner group. You have, uh, you know, the the girlfriends who are, they, they talk about sex and how it impacts their lives and how Jennifer Jason Lee's character thinks she wants to have, like, sexual encounters to broaden her horizons, but through, after having a bunch of encounters that don't go well, she finally figures out what she does want, and I don't know, I really enjoy the journeys of all the characters, you know, it's, uh, I feel like it's a big, broad mix of, of what it must have been, well, what it must have been like to be in a California public school in the early 80s, mm-hmm. you know, it's a fun movie. And I, I will say, though, and we both did, is that there are a couple of one-liners that Sean Penn has that are just, they're awesome. You dick. You yeah, it's, duck. It's really good. It's, you know. Or like, what was the one where he's like, I like your wears. jacket. Where'd you get it from? <laughs> Where'd you get the jacket? Your, well, it was oh, from the studio. The network gave me this jacket. <laughs> and he just moves on to the next subject. Hey, bro, like, let's party. You know, it's oh it's such God. like, again, it's this is his second. He did the movie Taps before this, and he'd done a bunch of television. Is that about Fred Astaire? No, unfortunately. It's about, uh, uh, it's a military academy. Oh. Um, Tom Cruise, Tim, Timothy Hutton's in it. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Just uh, overall, like, it's just, it's just a movie that I enjoy watching. I watch it every couple of years, uh-huh. but um, I just feel like the writing's good, and... The performances are solid across the board, mm-hmm. and a lot of really, we have so many actors that are so well known now. It's cool to see them in this kind of setting. You, we just watched, so young. we just watched the Hateful Eight, right, with Jennifer Jason Lee playing Daisy Domergue, and you see her as nineteen-year-old Stacy in this movie. Wait. Yeah, you didn't. You, no, you didn't make that connection, did you? Wait a second. Jennifer Jason Lee, who plays Stacy, plays yeah. Daisy Domergue in the Hateful Eight. Holy <laughs> shit. The girl that gets her teeth yeah, knocked out? The one that Kurt Russell is taking in for a bounty. What? That's her. Yeah. Oh, girl, you have improved. <laughs> this you is one for she was only 19. Make it after all. She got an Academy Award nomination for Hateful Eight. Like she's had well, a very rich career. Her my other favorite movie of hers is uh Dolores Claiborne with Kathy Bates. I don't know that. She, uh, she, her and Kathy Bates play mother and daughter. It's about a woman who gets uh, physically abused by her husband, mm-hmm. and he ends up dying under suspicious circumstances. And then thirty years later, uh, Kathy Bates's character is also involved in another suspicious murder. Okay. And the, and the same detective is pursuing her. Uh huh. So her daughter, played by Jennifer Jason Leigh, has to come back and defend her. Wow. It's really, it's a, written by Stephen King. Uh, one of his, I, not lesser known works, but the movie itself is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee in this movie is, is fantastic. She's just, she's just a baby in this movie. Right. So it's, I mean, again, Forrest Whitaker is in it. Um, yeah. yeah, Forrest Whitaker, which uh, I, <laughs> I made a mistake. I was like, oh, he's got to go do the Green Mile. And I'm like, 
Ben's no. like, no. I was like, no, wait. He has to go do Panic Room. No. He was in Panic Room. I was think he, he was panic in Panic Room? room. Oh, yeah. I think he played one of the robbers. Yeah. In panic room. He was yeah, one of the robbers. Right. I think you're and right. Jodie Foster's like, my child has asthma. And she needs to survive so she can be a Twilight girl. <laughs> That's how that went down. Dr. Lecter. So we need to we need to do trivia. Okay. Um, now I think I think it's pretty well known what you didn't like about this movie. Like you, well, yeah. Oh you no. So we voiced did, your right. So chagrin. Wait. What What was something that stuck out to you? Because remember, now we're doing it where we talk about we talk about the movie, what we thought of it, and uh-huh. then what stuck out to you. Um. So mine was mine was titties. Out. Oh, because like, they stuck out too everywhere. Too much nudity. No, no, just boobs. Just boobs all Literally, the word boobs, that's what stuck out to me. (laughs) I think the nudity is totally uh, validated as far as the story's concerned. I'm not saying that it's not validated. I'm saying that it's it's different nowadays. No. Why are you... Stop saying nowadays. That's why... You sound like you're 80. Well, I might. Yeah. I think I need some chamomile. We're going to play some, some bridge. I'm going to play bridge with the gals. Oh, my God. You know, I actually didn't know um, Anthony Edwards was in this movie. Anthony Edwards, who played Goose in Top Gun, and who is probably most known for his work on ER. Mm -hmm. Um, He did the first, I think, five or six seasons. But he plays uh, one of um, uh, Spicoli's stoner friends. Oh. I don't know. I don't know that. You know what? I haven't seen Top Gun. (sighs) Do we need to add that to the list? Now you're in the danger zone. I'm, oh, gross. Don't. Danger, danger zone. zone. <laughs> Don't you know you're in the danger, danger zone? zone. Oh, oh, my God. God. All right, trivia. All so right, trivia. what do you got for us? How Are... old do you think Sean Penn was when uh, he auditioned for this movie? When he auditioned for the movie? Yes. 20? Mm-hmm. Younger? Mm-hmm. 18? Mm-mm. No? Younger? Mm-hmm. 16? Higher. 17. He was 17. 17? He actually lied about his age <gasps> to get a bigger role. And it wasn't until Sneaky. after the fact that he revealed that he was only 17 years old. Wow. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, let me see. What else? What else? Where do you think Jennifer Jason Lee worked? Like her day job. What do you think it was before she got hired on for this movie? Oh, uh, like her like yeah. survival job? Yeah her, yeah, her day job. McDonald's? Close. Really? Yeah. Dairy Queen? It's food. Food is, that's, food <laughs> is a very wide <laughs> net. Yeah. So in the movie, she works at a pizza restaurant. Right. And she actually works at a pizza restaurant. Pizza Hut? I don't know if it was Pizza Hut. Oh, just a worked. pizza restaurant. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. She could draw an experience for that. Exactly. <laughs> I thought of one. This is more... I, I remarked on it, though. Okay. Uh, there's a song at the end of the movie that is set... I think it was like Bye Bye or Goodbye Goodbye, mm-hmm. performed by Oingo Boingo. Right. The guy that wrote that. What other famous movie was he known for composing? What's his name? Oh, I mean, give an example. Most of Tim Burton's films, right? Um, I don't know if they had a falling out, but anything that Tim Burton made in the eighties and nineties, I'm pretty sure. Right. We haven't said his name yet. Danny Elfman. Yeah. Did that song? I didn't know that. That's so crazy. Danny Elfman and Danny Elfman also did uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. I mean, that was Tim Burton. Yeah. But yeah. 
composed, I mean, Batman, Ever Scissorhands, yeah. like all of Tim Burton's, like, really, Beetlejuice, all the well known So movies. crazy. Yeah. yeah. How many Oscar winners are in this movie? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna... There are three and they're all men. Wait, there's three? Three Oscar winners in this movie. And they're all men? I guess, well, Jennifer Jason Leigh's an Academy Award nominee. Okay. Uh, but all three have won Oscars. All three men have won Oscars. Mm-hmm. Judge? Judge Reinhold? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think um, Judge Reinhold's won uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yep. Okay. Um, For Milk and Mystic River. Okay. Uh, God. Just thinking about the differences. It's like, <laughs> oh, wow, man, we're coming out. Yeah. Is that my daughter over there? God. Is that my daughter over there? Uh, I don't know. Who else? Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Oh, or duh. Last King of Scotland. Right. And Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage won an Oscar? I believe it was for Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, he's an Academy Award winner. I never know the difference between Leaving Las Vegas and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> to me, it's just one big Las Vegas movie where mistakes are made. Like, that's pretty much what I boil it down to. <laughs> um, Sean Penn also improvised a lot of his uh, interactions with Mr. Hand. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That was the um, one thing, the only thing I did like was at the end when uh, Mr. Hand randomly fucking shows, shows up, up at Spicoli's house. Spicoli's house and is like, you stole eight hours from me, so I'm going to steal those back. I was like, yeah, Mr. Hand! <laughs> Megan was rooting for Mr. I Hand. I was! She was rooting for order and decency I in the was. movie. In a high school movie. It's like, I know that him and Ted Rooney are buddies. School, and you? they are, they commiserate Were you like best friends with the over... nuns? No. No. No, I wasn't. We no. didn't have nuns. We had, at, at my middle school, we had an ex-nun. Oh. She used to be a nun. Now she's on the lam. Her name was Mrs. Funk. You get it. That's terrible. <laughs> you just brushed right over my What's joke. wrong with you? <laughs> That's a funny joke. Oh my god. A nun on the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up. you are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, another little tidbit is that uh, Sean Penn was also, I'm pretty sure he was shooting a movie in Chicago while he was filming this. So He would have to fly back and forth? Yeah, fly back and forth. And so since Cameron Crowe wrote all of his scenes the day before, uh-huh. they would have to like write all of them on cue cards. And so Cameron Crowe kept a bunch of the, the original cue cards and has them framed in his, in Rocket, his house. Rocket, wake up. Wake up, bud. Rocket, wake up. Wake up. Stop snoring. <laughs> he was dreaming. Um, yeah. Anyway, I That's love this crazy. movie. It's I... like, it's, it's a good, it's a great quintessential high school life movie. You have all these characters who are trying to you know, figure themselves out and try to, you know, get along on the road of being a high schooler, you know. Watch Breakfast Club instead. And to navigate. Yeah, I mean, there no, are a lot of. instead. Re- instead of watching Fast Times at Ridgemont yes. High. They're two totally different movies, no, two totally it. different stories. You would stories. get the same. Sometimes a story can just be a story. As you would. No, this is not. Mm, this is about. Sir. No. Breakfast Club is a totally different situation. You have five students who are all different from each other. You have five students. Shut up. Students. I went to a conservatory. I went to a conservatory. I went to the AMGA. I'm a PAMTA winner. That's going to make me mad. (laughs) Don't say that shit. As a PAMTA award winning actor. I swear to God. People expect me to speak a certain Okay, all right, PAMTA award winner. (laughs) Tell me about your uh, thoughts here. So um, wait, why, 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 
Why is this just as good, if not better? I'm not saying than... it's just as good or better than Breakfast Club. It's just too. It's a totally different movie. But they're both the same thing. It's they're a narrative. Really not, yeah, they are because it's a narrative about growing up in the '80s as a teenager. No, but in Breakfast Club, you have all five kids who are put in a room together for eight hours. Yeah, it's one location. Okay, and they all have to. Essential. Well, a get along. Uh-huh. B. They all learn something about each other uh-huh. about stereotypes that they had about each other that that are pretty much shattered because they actually get to know the real person. Uh huh. I'm not saying I'm not saying Fast Times is like a deep movie. I guess Breakfast I Club just is thought, pretty deep. I thought that there was going to be more narrative to it. It was just random fucking scenes. It was like it was like for the people out there who saw the movie. I Heart New York, or mm. I Love New York, or whatever that one is. Mm. Or no, New York, I Love You, which was based on I Love You, Paris. Mm. Uh, they Everybody that saw that that didn't like it, they were like, it was just a bunch of short stories. I'm like, well, yeah, that's... That's what the movie is. That's what the movie is. Right. And right. I guess maybe I went into this not knowing anything, because that's usually how I go into all of these movies. Right. And I was like, oh, look, Sean Penn, it's probably about how he's a goof in high school, yeah. and it's about him. I thought it was just about him. And then I was like, who the fuck are these Stacy people? And what's going on over here? And what's this dude doing? And But there was no resolution. So, and this is on IMDb. Oh, so then it's official. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay, it's on IMDb, people. First-time director Amy Heckerling said she was seeking to make a comedy that was less structured than conventional comedies and more like American graffiti. So that if you woke up and found yourself living in the movie... You'd be happy. You'd want... And she wanted that kind of feel to it. So again, it's a non-conventional I'm furrowing my brows so hard right now. She was seeking to do a non-conventional high school well, dramedy, Well, she succeeded in Great. that. Great. So at least you know that. I will make sure not to watch anything else that she's directed. Right. Megan did not like the number two high school movie what's number one i don't know as voted by entertainment weekly i'm yeah i'm curious to see what number one is. that makes me furious i hope it's election i'm gonna eat cookies (laughs) because i'm so mad about that i recommend this movie Uh, i say you know watch it have your own of course experience and judgment about it i'm not gonna say you know is it good for a first date I don't know if it's good for a first date movie. Okay. It's it's one of those I don't know. I just it's it's a feel good movie to me. Like it's it covers a lot of bases. I think it's a funny comedy. I appreciate how yeah, again, how unconventional it is, I suppose. Like there's there's a through line and there's narrative to it, but you get a bunch of different characters and their different experiences sort of balled up into one. I wasn't confused about where the movie was going or where or what people were doing or what their objectives were or where we were at in the story. Okay. Megan, she just didn't... Megan just did not like this movie. I would not recommend this movie <laughs> to anyone. To anyone? For any reason. What is your problem? I don't You're like the movie. you stick in the If mud. you don't like something, I don't think you recommend it to anyone. <laughs> if you're like, oh my God, this sandwich is awful. You know who would love this? <laughs> You don't ever do that. You wouldn't so recommend something you didn't like. if I didn't want like. a Reuben sandwich, you'd, like, you'd tell somebody else, oh, don't get that. If like, you if you didn't like a sandwich, uh-huh. and you were like, and someone has said, oh, what do you think about this? Uh-huh. You would Me say. Me with my different taste buds and life experience. Right. And 
Okay, so then like, fine. It's not for me. I you would recommend like this movie to anyone who needs something easy to watch <laughs> and doesn't care where the story goes. There we go. It is that. It's That's not who something, I would recommend it's it to. It's not something you have to get like super invested this in. This is, if you were looking for, you know, a nicely crafted espresso, like, latte with extra foamy goodness and someone gave you Hershey's mixed in with 2% milk. That's what this is. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what this is. What are you going to say? So, <laughs> the number one high school movie? Breakfast Club. Yeah! <laughs> Suck it! Let's see what they have to say. Alright, so number two is, of course, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. When screenwriter Cameron Crowe went undercover to observe the species of teenagers, he returned with more than a usual grab bag of anecdotes about horny apple pie humping guys and the popularity of obsessed girls who must fight them off with a stick. He returned with 24 karat truth. To watch Fast Times today is to know exactly what it felt like to be fixated on sex, drugs, and rock and roll in Southern California in 1982. Mm. It also launched the careers and dished out several still relevant life lessons. Jennifer Jason Lee, what life Phoebe lessons? Case, and Judge Reinhold, and Sean Penn's Jeff Wear Spicoli. A condom? <laughs> with his checkerboard vans and bong hit grin with a geyser of catchphrases. The film never strains what for coming of age. Phrases? We would just... <laughs> what catchphrases? Is still what catchphrases? The film never strains for a coming of age tale. Maybe that's why it still feels so right. Especially Damone's sage advice when it comes down to making out, whenever possible, put on side one of Led Zeppelin 4. I mean, whatever happens, your toes are still tapping. That I appreciated. That was cute. That was all right. But yeah, number one is Breakfast Club. Um, That's right. Does that make you happy? That makes me very happy. Do you happy. feel vindicated? I feel validated. You feel like you watched the number two comedy. I when feel you like number one. I... This is not the Breakfast Club. This is not the Breakfast Club. <laughs> that is my tag. Yeah. Fast not Times at Ridgemont High. This is not the Breakfast <laughs> not Club. Not the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Okay, we have to do our sponsor. Okay. Our unofficial sponsor this week is, is Beth. Yep. And Beth is what? It is crystal meth, but better. Okay, so it's, so it's, but it's meth. Right. So what's the difference? It's, it's a better kind of meth. How is it better though? It just is. That's why it's called Beth. Okay. So do you get like the... I don't know. I've never done Beth before. Okay, so like when you when you have meth, you get like hallucinations I've, I've and like you know. Do you think I'm a drug addict? Apparently, I don't know. Who is our target audience? How did these people find us? How is this? Anyways, our unofficial sponsor, Beth, get hooked. next week we don't know what we're watching next week watching i next was thinking week? um we need to connect up with your friend the horror film yes gal. jennifer young if you're listening yeah um i will send you an sms text message and we will see uh what horror movie she wants to recommend because we've done drama we've done comedies right um we've done two dramas and two comedies mm -hmm. um so i feel like horror getting, is a good yeah, one getting the horror, and horror i don't genre. like i'm just gonna say right off the bat i don't like horror movies or scary movies mm. i don't like them so if it's my vote in that genre there's one in particular that is not well known called uh -huh. cube uh -huh. that i would vote for okay if anyone else has seen cube 
they know why. I have why. not seen Cube. You have not seen Cube. Correct. I have seen Cube. Huh. So, right. if she doesn't have a suggestion, that's what I'm going to vote for. Okay. But um, I have a feeling she'll have a suggestion. Right. So. Great. That's it for this so, week. So, horror genre next week, guys. Thank yeah. you for listening. Um, of course, you can follow us on Instagram at So I Married a Cinephile. Please subscribe. Subscribe and... Uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends, because that's the only way this uh, grows and gets spread around. Uh, Just we're also like on. <laughs> I'm sorry. You that can, was a little dark. It's fine. Tell your friends. It's the only way that herpes spreads. <laughs> STDs are for every kids. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say STDs are for everyone. <laughs> well, we all have HPV, right? I don't know. I'm right. not sure how that works. If you had sex between the years. I don't 19, know. Oh, like there's. If your parents complained about President Reagan, you probably have HPV. <laughs> That's how Little that works. The Little known more fact. you know. That's the barometer this is where we that we the more use. you know music. The, yeah. <laughs> so Megan's going to find that cue and insert it <laughs> now. Um, yeah, so horror genre next week. Uh, subscribe and follow us on Instagram or on Facebook as well. Uh, send us any comments, questions, give us a review. All right, everyone. Have right. a great week. Have a fantastic week. week. Uh, take care of yourselves out there. Um, don't get assaulted with a wet floor sign because it could be used as a weapon. We've closed this thing three different times now. I'm just now. telling them to watch out. All right. Watch All right. out. Watch out. Street smarts. Street smarts. Bye. Oh. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I think we're still recording, actually. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>